This is the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, June 1st. So our high school sports playoff coverage continued yesterday. Uh Uh-huh. And I almost, I'll be honest with you, lost track of what it was because it's been um, every day for what feels like six straight months now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're into the full swing of things here. Last night, yesterday afternoon, Kind of in, kind of in that uh, vicinity. The Sabika Trojans hosted the Bertha Hewitt Verndale Raiders in Section Five A baseball. The first round of the double elimination tournament, and the Trojans jumped out to a six-run lead in the bottom of the first inning and didn't look back. They ended up winning by a score of nine to one, and they will advance to the next round. They are playing the Pine River Bacchus Tigers. That game will take place at noon. On Friday in Sabika, uh, I don't have Bertha Hewitt Verndale's matchup in front of me. They go to the elimination bracket, and they will play on Friday as well. Uh, but yeah, overall, I mean, talking with both head coaches, they know each other a lot. There's really nothing kind of that they game planning wise. There's nothing other than just play your game and hope that you have a better night than your opponent. And uh, for Sabika, they ended up having the good night. Uh, Stevens threw seven uh, innings for Sabika. And the thing talking with Coach Lake before that game is he said, uh, you know, we don't necessarily have the strikeout pitching, but we're a young team. And he said, we play really good defense. And in the game, Speaker had no errors. Every play that was in front of them, they made, it was clean. And uh, really kind of points out big in the ball game because they were able to win 9-1. Yeah, and, and the way they jumped out early in that one, what'd you say, six runs? Six in runs the, in, in the, the bottom first, of the first, yeah. That uh, that first like inning and a half took like an hour. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, a, you know, everyone kind of getting their, their footing um, uh, from that point forward. But, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, these are the – the most recent Section 5A champions, right? They are, yeah. Bertha Hewitt-Verndale won the section last year to get their first ever state tournament trip as Bertha Hewitt-Verndale in baseball. And, you know, I talked with Coach Dylan Card, his first-year head coach, but he was an assistant on that team. And, you know, he said we kind of use it as last year, just know that we we put ourselves in that position last year. didn't matter what the regular season record was as long as we played well uh, in the postseason. We have as good of a chance as anybody to make – the state tournament, and now they got to work their way through the elimination bracket, but that still stands. And same thing for Sabika, and yeah, I, it'll it'll be a, it's a fascinating section, and just kind of to see how everything plays out. And for Trojan fans, you should know if you didn't already uh, that game for Friday, June second does have a rescheduled start time already. It, it sounds like you knew of this already last night at the game. I think it was originally scheduled for a 5 o'clocker. It, it was, and then some of the Sabika coaches uh, told me that there was going to be that change. Yeah, it's a nooner now uh, on Friday, so uh, look forward to that. Uh, in the elimination bracket, Bertha Hewitt-Verndale will play Laporte, and that still looks like a 5 o'clock start time. Yeah, and so Bertha Hewitt-Verndale being the higher seed in that one, that game should be a home game for them. Uh, yes, that is correct. It is still a uh, still a high seed in this round uh, of the uh, of the five A tournament. Let's stay with Section Five A, okay, really quickly, and let's move over to softball. 
because today we've got a Section 5A championship. Stop me if you've heard this one before, Corey, but Malax and Monaga are going to play a softball game. Oh, I've never heard of them. Could you tell me a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> so Monaga, they're just up the road on Highway 71 if you don't know about them. Mascot is the Braves. Uh, they were the defending 5A champions last year in softball, and they got to the uh, semifinal round, and they played Malax. Malax got the better of them 6-4 uh, just a couple days ago. So Monaga had to work their way back through the elimination bracket. They did, and now the two will square off again. Malax, of course, the co-op of Isle and Onamia, and they are going to play the Braves this afternoon in Pillager 315 pregame 330 first pitch over on the Superstation and should be another good game. Monaga has to win twice to get to the state tournament. Malax only needs to win once. Um Malax through this tournament had an opening round bye. They then put it to Deer River 13 to 0 and Hinkley Finlayson 12 to 2 before beating Monaga 6 to 4 in that game like you uh, like you talked about for Monaga and their run through the uh, 5A tournament. Uh, they had an opening round bye as well. These are the two top seeds in each of the subsections. Uh, they then beat Laporte 14 to 1. Walker Hackensack Akeley seven to three. Uh, the six four loss to Malax put them down in the elimination tournament, where they once again beat Walker Hackensack Akeley by a score of five to two. We basically in the last week said everything we could say about either of these two teams. Um, the important thing, as you mentioned, Monaga just needs to win game one. Mm-hmm. Win game one, force a winner take all game two. And uh, and see if you can't defend your title. But both of these teams were in this game a year ago, so I'd imagine. Um, you know, I don't want to sound too cliche here, but the the hunger pangs run deep for both of these teams. So they played twice last season. Monaga beat them in the semifinal game, and then Monaga beat them right away to advance to the state tournaments. They played twice last year. They've played once already this year, so that's three. They're going to play for a fourth time, so that's four. And if they play. Corey and the game, uh, a game two today. That means Monaga and Malax will have played each other five times in the last two years, which is more than their conference opponents. Yeah, it's going to be wild. It's weird. That's that seems super weird, but it's absolutely is the truth. Uh, again, a three fifteen pregame, three thirty first pitch on one hundred five point nine FM, the Superstation K one hundred six and worldwide via your Superstation K106 app or at WadenaRadio.com. We have a ton of other uh, events, section events happening today, CJ. Yes. Section baseball, New York Mills versus Brandon Evansville, Parker's Prairie versus Browerville Eagle Valley, Holdingford versus Staples Motley, Albany versus Pillager, Roseau versus Monaga, Dilworth Glendon Felton versus Outer Tail Central, Perham versus Barnesville, Ricori versus Detroit Lakes, Little Falls versus Alexandria area, Bemidji versus Rogers, Brainerd versus Moorhead. Section softball today, Monaga versus Malax, Wheaton Herman Norcross versus Browerville Eagle Valley, Piers versus Pequot Lakes, Brainerd versus Moorhead. Now, not all of those matchups in the section softball lineup that I just went through are section championship games. They could be an elimination game that leads you to the section championship, which would also then be played today. So it is section championship Thursday, I guess. Now, in some instances, they would play two games today. 
um, and be done, or maybe they would even have another game tomorrow. Yeah, at, at each kind of each bracket does it differently. I've seen I've seen them split them up. I've done three games in a day. Um, it just kind of depends. And then there's section track and field around the region today as well, uh, most notably in Fergus Falls and in Pelican Rapids. So good luck to everybody involved in all of those tournaments. It's uh, it's big time. We're in June now, so like it's these are as if the section tournament wasn't real. These are like real, real games now. Had a professor in Bemidji, and uh, he was in sports management, and every, every single time he thought something was important, he would go, it's pretty big time, everybody. Uh, and and so that's uh, – <laughs> so you saying it that is. just yeah, – it's a pr- pretty big time. He would also he would also say WTF a lot, but not like the actual saying. He would just say the acronym. He would just say it, WTF? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But he would like pause between the T and the F. So he'd be like, WT. Well, you already know this. You already know the last part. Oh wow, that's yeah. corny. Yeah, he's a, he was an old man. Uh, you know what's a- fun to do, by the way, with those sorts of acronyms? Uh huh. Is just pick one of the words and say the word. Like like use the initials for all the other words in the little acronym, but then but then just say one of because it th- really throws people could, off. Could you tell us which word you like to say, Corey? Uh, br back. Yeah. For example. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> just as a you know just as a i'm uh, laughing ol just as an example do we got to give like an award to your wife or something for putting up with that oh no she she got the award i put it on her left ring finger <laughs> i don't know if that's a I don't that's, know if that's the reward. reward that's the, that's the that's the that's, that's, that's the karma that you, you that got maybe. that <laughs> You have to put up with the rest of this. That's fair. That's the agreement. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I asked her. She said yes. This is arguably her fault. This is, she agreed <laughs> upon this. <laughs> what else we got today? Uh, so, hey, Corey, remember how we talked about how the twins are horrible with the bases loaded? Yes. How about this? And the old one. Line drive right center field. There's a base hit. Kepler will score. Castro rounding third. He will score. No throw. Taylor makes third. Finally, a big hit with the bases loaded as Solano drives in two. It's a 2-0 Twins lead. Uh, Yes, the guy we all expected to come up big with the bases loaded. Donovan Solano. Donnie Barrels. Donnie Barrels. Great great baseball nickname, isn't it? Great baseball nickname. Donovan Solano's two-run single is the Twins' first bases loaded hit since May 13th and the first bases loaded RBI since May 15th. It snapped an 0-for-15 drought and lifted them to a 129 average with the bases loaded. They're 6-for-47, all singles this year with the bases juiced. Yeah, the nice thing is, is when the bases are juiced, a single is usually enough to score a couple. Yeah. So that's, uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's the other parts. It's the other, the <laughs> it's other parts. all of the other details that are, are the, and maybe the only reason I'm taking all the singles is because everything else is so dismal. <laughs> uh, so the Twins scored eight runs yesterday. They won eight to two. They scored eight runs in a lineup that did not feature Byron Buxton, Carlos Correa, or Royce Lewis. So I think we figured out the problem here. Um, Yeah, get them out of here. Get them out of here, all three of them. They stink. Yeah. Trade them. Trade them. For more arms. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the Twins get the win. They have won the season series against Houston. Yep. They won the season series against the Yankees. Those yep. are two of the premier teams in the American League. So. Yep. And the, the other thing with the Twins is their lineup has been so dismal. 
Corey, uh, that we don't even get to talk about how good the Twins pitching has been. They lead Major League Baseball in innings pitched by starters. And by the way, Twins pitchers in the month of May broke the strikeout record with 261 strikeouts over the last month. What str- what strikeout record? Like a franchise franchise record? record? That's ridiculous. Yeah. We don't the- even we don't even get to talk about that cuz we're so worried about how bad the lineup is and it is. But we lineup's been bad. It's that's the one of the things like they they've did so such a good job in fixing the pitching that now the lineup stinks. So we can't even appreciate that because they did a bad job putting together this lineup. You you know how we all know how how inconsistent or maybe consistent the Twins have been in not being in in bad offense. Uh-huh. They're still they're two games up in the AL Central. Yeah. And they're three and a half up over second place Cleveland whom they begin a four-game series with tonight. At Target Field, the friendly confines. You know what? Go ahead and get a sweep. Do it. Let's just get a sweep. Just do it. What are we messing around for? Yeah. All right, CJ, I need to run, but why don't you do a little bally bit before if you want to, or do you want to save let's that t- for tomorrow? Let's touch that for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, a, a professional for, tease. Yeah, let's, t- let's save it for tomorrow. Let's, can we, we I, surely won't forget. Uh, let's, do, let's, um, let's do a little tease. Uh, and coming up tomorrow on the morning sports desk, is bally the worst thing of all time? Sources say probably. <laughs> we'll see ya. This has been the morning sports desk for Thursday, June 1st.